1: Do you think I'll die if I drink out of it? I wash the glitter out. No, if you
0: wash the glitter out, you're fine. Okay, what if I didn't use like soap? I would wash it with soap. Okay, fine. Does it smell like epoxy? Yeah, it smells like something. Yeah, I would wash it.
1: I don't know what epoxy smells like.
0: Well, if it smells like something, I assume that's epoxy. what's your
1: excuse mm, 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 mm. all right hello hi there and welcome to what's your excuse the podcast the podcast talk yeah. about
0: why we're weird i'm megan <laughs> i'm caitlin and we are on zoom today yeah. we're on zoom because i have been exposed to a positive case of corona Love. Uh, Potentially two positive cases, but who knows? Um, I quit my job. Oh yeah. <laughs> yep. So uh, you know, just living the quarantine life right now. Quarantine dream. Yeah. Uh, awesome. I should get my second test result back hopefully today. I mean, yeah, they are. Te- I forget
1: they're like testing and everything today too. So
0: yeah,
1: hopefully. Yep. I got two COVID tests yesterday, because I panicked, and all of a sudden, I, like, had a little, like, just, like, my allergies, and so I was
0: freaked out, and was like, oh, my God, I have COVID. Yeah, every time (laughs) my head starts to hurt right now, I'm
1: like, is it COVID? (laughs) Yeah, I took my temperature, like, 80 times, uh, did that, you know, I had a small migraine, but, like, I always have a migraine, so I'm like, uh... But I'm hoping, you know, both those tests will come back.
0: Yeah. Well, and the thing is, is like, you know, the reason, the whole reason I quit was just a lack of care for employees and customers. I'm not going to put them on blast and say where it was, (laughs) but um, I will not. Don't shop. (laughs) Uh, But (laughs) it's that if you have seen someone who has a positive case, You've been exposed. Yeah. And I was being told that that's not exposure if they had a mask on, unless they were breathing on you, which I'm like, what do you think everyone else who's had community spread has been doing? Just like walking around like <sighs> on each other? Yeah. No, that's not day. what's happening. right. Yes. So if your company doesn't care about customers or employees, you should leave too. But, yeah yeah
1: gray the other day whenever i freaked out so yesterday they were like go home if you think that you have it like get the fuck yeah. out of was like okay i was like even if i don't have a fever they're like yeah until you get your test results stay the fuck away yeah. Like, yeah
0: okay yeah i mean and that's what we were told but we were also told if you're ex if so basically um we were told that even though we had worked with the person who had a positive case unless we started showing symptoms we were fine to work i disagree with that approach all beforehand yeah because you can have it before you have your symptoms exactly or show symptoms yeah So. so um but yeah that's just that's what's been going on um in other news i hope everyone liked the uh the story that Kale shared with us. Yeah, that's fucking wild
1: about like the whole uh, dinner guest, like or the whole dinner party happening. Yeah. And then I was just like, what? And then that last part, um oh fuck, what
0: happened? I forgot. The principal right. just said, like, Principal headmaster, I guess, just kind of said, like, yeah, the house. She yeah. has weird nights. Yeah. So like okay. you know that guy has been living with that. Yeah. He's just like, eh. Yeah. Yeah. That
1: was that was a really good story and uh a billion thanks. Yeah, we would love to have more of them. Yes. Um I I do have a my small school story that I alluded to in that episode. Yeah, because that's what we're gonna talk about today, are haunted schools. Yes, that's right. I also have um some other other excuses slash uh, we have an actual excuse today, yeah. In, so, calling it back to our uh, our roots, yeah, our roots of We're bringing excuse. it
0: back, guys.
1: We are, but they also provided a uh, spooky story too. So great, um, but anyways, should should I tell my little personal experience, my personal sure. story? yeah So, at one of the schools I teach at, um, there is this cafetorium that you that's where we have to rehearse. Um, and it's, you know, it's got that stage in there with also their whole cafeteria and above like where the lunch lines are, there's, um, like the sound room for the stage and it's up there and it's just like these cutouts in the wall. Like there's no like windows or anything. And so, and then it's just open and like, I could feel I swore I saw figures up there all the time. Um, And so that was creepy, but, uh, we call this ghost, the Dasani ghost, (laughs) 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 because, um, there is one time my students and I were leaving and when we end rehearsal, it's like nine o'clock at night. Yeah. Uh, By the time that we're all actually leaving, we get everything Mm -hmm. packed up. Mm -hmm. So it's dark. Um, and then I have to be the one that turns the lights out you know, right. or, well, tech, actually I have my students do it most times, but like, I have to be there. I can't just, I have to make sure everything's locked up and taken.
0: Right. Out. You can not just leave your students there alone. Yeah, exactly. like, Bye guys.
1: Bye. Hope you don't get kidnapped. Yeah. Uh, and so we were leaving one day and I had my back to the cafeteria door to go out and to the actual outside. Yeah. Uh, and I was just waiting there for my student. And she, uh, she, she's actually written in to the show. She uh-huh. wrote in, um, the one about the, with the owl. and the love Oh, yeah, screen. yeah, yeah. Um, but she was the one who turned off the lights, and she was walking up towards me. And um, she was probably about 20 yards away from me when all of a sudden I saw this, like, white figure pass behind her. Oof. And then it passed, like, through the little cookie stand and then it went into the Dasani machine and as soon as the figure hit the machine the Dasani machine lights like went out. Oh my god. Yeah and then then they quickly came back on but like she saw the horror just go over my face where I was like <gasps> <Wow. laughs> and she was like what's going on? I was like we need to get out of here right now. Yeah we gotta <laughs> go. She started running <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> We both screaming and leaving the school um, but yeah it was a good time and so that you know, nothing harmful, but we always just joke that that's the Dasani ghost in there. Yeah. Um, at one point when I was, uh, dating Torah, <laughs> he, you know, we had to, he, he drove my car a lot. And, um, right. one one night he forgot me, um, and <laughs> forgot to come get me. And so then I, I didn't realize this cause I was in the process of like, Making sure my kids were okay, and at this, this is when we lived in Hewitt, uh-huh. so we close. Um, and he had to. It's like once I finally got a hold of him, you know, it was like nine thirty, it was about ten o'clock at night or so. I had to wait there thirty minutes by myself in the dark. Uh-huh. I'd already turned off all the lights. Yeah, and it was freezing cold and raining outside, and I still chose to wait outside in the freezing rain with like no jacket because I was not about to stand in that cafeteria by myself. Oh my God! No, I was like, nope. And then there's this shed next to it, and I all of a sudden heard this banging coming from it. I don't know uh, if like, wind was on it, but I was like, I'm, i gonna die. <laughs> yeah. Then I, you know, made my amends in that moment? <laughs> 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 Whatever. You need, I need
0: yourself your last rites.
1: Yeah. So, okay. Um, no, nah, but I did have my rifle, and my saber with me, so I was like, if if it comes down to it, I have two weapons. Yeah that hopefully they're using contact close contact weapons too and uh not a gun <laughs> yeah then i'd just be good but
0: well you know
1: you know anyway so that's my uh my little recent haunted school story the dasani ghost i think that's what we should name the episode Dasani. <clears throat> yes yeah absolutely intriguing makes you go
0: what yeah <laughs> let me <Yep>. know <laughs> i like it name of the episode <laughs> so uh what school did you research I did a I did a university okay um
1: but do you want to go first since I just talked about all, or should we I'll just tell you the school I did sure talk about your school yeah um so I did Kenyon College Where in is Gambier Gambier Ohio <laughs> Gambier yeah, I'm
0: sure it's Gambier Ohio
1: <laughs> but they really like that flair. Yeah,
0: they're known. They're known for that
1: French flair. <laughs> Gambier. <laughs> it's Gamber. Gambier. Gamber. It's Gambier. It's probably Gambier. 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 It's G-A-M-B-I-E-R. Gambier. It's probably Gambier. Yeah. I don't fucking know. If you're here for facts, you're at the wrong spot.
0: Wrong spot. Don't fact check. what does that sound? Don't check our pronunciation. Yes, ever. Um, So I did Mets Elementary School Mm -hmm. in Austin. It's in East Austin. Um, I recently was listening to a podcast that I really like called The Night Owl. Have you heard of that? I think so. Okay, so like told me it before or something. Yeah, typically they do like two to three episode series where. They go and um, someone reaches out to them, says, this place is haunted. We want you to come and investigate, possibly cleanse it, blah, blah, blah. And they have the host of the show and they have one um, sensitive and then they have a, a like a spiritual, like almost cleanser. And he's actually Native American. Okay. And he's familiar with, like, those kinds of cleansings, and he does other kinds of cleansings, but, like, it's really interesting to hear the, like, when it is something that he's, like, this was a Native American thing, and this is how we cleanse it. Like, that's really interesting to me. Because not all cleansings are the same. Yeah. He really covers all his bases there, huh? Yeah. And so, <laughs> but, they also have these hometowns, basically. And, uh, <clears throat> One of them was about Mets Elementary.
1: Okay.
0: Um, And I found it really, really interesting. They call them campfires. And I believe it was the campfire number seven, the Mets Elementary episode. So I did some research and they go more in depth than I will be able to. um, Because they have like actual witnesses and like people who work there and all of that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I can't. Chris is like <laughs> creeping through <laughs> that. <laughs> Funny.
1: Anyways. Um,
0: so they have like actual witnesses and people that worked there during the time when a bunch of stuff was happening. Uh, we don't have that. Yeah. We don't. <laughs> um, but I have some okay, history. Okay. So it was built in 1915. Um, in for elementary school? Uh uh-huh. it's still around well hang on okay so, initially it was built in 1915 um but in the fall of 1990 torres trucking and excavation was hired to demolish and rebuild it okay. it is located on austin's east side i was gonna say we need to take a trip and go visit this elementary school yeah um It was deemed, I assume this is why they demolished and rebuilt it, is because it had been deemed unsalvageable because of safety concerns, and AISD opted to have it stripped to the studs. Um, But the project came to a halt when rumors of paranormal activity began to circulate around the demolition site. Fun, fun. One worker claimed he saw the ghost of a boy watching him out of the bathroom window. Others said they could hear groups of children giggling within the empty rooms. Uh, The Sound of chalk screeching down unseen chalkboards echoed through the halls. So like they had like stripped it or they had like started the demolition and there weren't chalkboards up anymore and they could hear chalk screeching down a chalkboard. I feel like, so my my parents are from Austin.
1: I feel like my mom's told me this story before. Oh, maybe. This this is all sounding very
0: familiar. Yeah. And uh, it says, strange drawings were left scribbled on the walls of barren classrooms. Oh, wow. Joe Torres, the demolition's leader, said that his brand new watch stopped ticking every time he stepped foot on the property. Even heavy machinery such as bulldozers brought in to raise the school started to falter. It's kind of hard for me to swallow admitted torres according to the article an article in austin american statesman i'm not superstitious but you walk through and think if these walls could talk eventually elias limon of the casa guadalupe catholic center was brought in to put an end to the haunting armed with holy water and a prayer book he implored the spirits to leave before the walls came tumbling down the demolition was completed, but Limon's prayers apparently only had temporary effect as the renovated campus is still inundated with the reports of haunted activities to this day. Okay. Now that I have to see where I got that from because I don't remember. That was from Austin Monthly. And then I found another article about it. And um it, basically just does the same thing. You know, It lunch menus had been replaced by graffiti. That's why they, like, a lot of this stuff was why they decided to demolish and rebuild. Um, so the dilapidated building was not as empty as it looked. So here's a little more history on Metz Elementary. It opened in 1916. That same year, the school board decided, Austin ISD decided that Spanish-speaking children should attend a separate school. Great. Uh... <laughs> the board felt that children would learn better if they had lessons in Spanish as well as English. Up until that time, the Mexican-American community in Austin had not formally protested any action taken by the school board, but many people from the neighborhood most affected appeared before the board to disagree with the decision. The oh. school would be several miles away, making transportation difficult for the children and their parents, There was also a concern that if Spanish-speaking students were segregated, they would not have the same opportunities as those who spoke English, of course. So while the board never formally backed down from its position, Spanish-speaking students who attended the nearby school, Metz Elementary, were never asked to leave or to attend the other school. After a period of time, the matter was quietly dropped. Um, It says it did serve the school for the better part of eight decades. but by 18 by 1989 the school was considered too small to meet the growing needs of the surrounding neighborhood which makes sense i mean east austin i mean even now so i grew up in austin and i remember always you know east austin when i was there up until like 2004 was when we moved out um we lived there from like 2000 to 2004 so like all of my formative years uh And by the time we moved, really, when we were there, East Austin was like, you know, that's not where people wanted to buy real estate. Yeah. But now, or really, by the time we moved, people were buying the houses, bulldozing them, and rebuilding these. They were gentrifying.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So they'd buy these houses at like rock bottom prices and then rebuild it for a much higher price um they didn't anticipate any problems when they started the work but then everything you know from the first day that someone or something wanted to make oh it became apparent on the first day that something was making the job almost impossible um they talk about the children's laughter even though they had been assured that the condemned building was empty because you know they hear kids laughing they don't want to bulldoze this fucking building what if kids snuck in and then yeah.
1: five kids, like,
0: yeah, writing on, um, on the blackboards when no one had been nearby? Equipment had been running perfectly before they re- reached the site, and then they reached the site and it would break down. That's insane that it's that much power to fuck uh-huh. up a bulldozer. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, damn. Yeah, it's like uh-huh. we can go fuck up cars too. It freaks me out. Yeah. Ooh
0: a bunch of watches a bunch of the workmen's watches would stop running whenever they would attempt to pull down the walls <clears throat> and they had to stop construction because men would just quit or not show up for work and yeah. finally they that's they were like we're not giving in to supernatural pressure because that's how every smart person deals with it <laughs> is to be like no fuck this yeah. <laughs> you're not real um they continued trying to work even as strange accidents plagued them Finally, after a workman was fatally injured in a wall collapse, that's when the priest was brought. I have. Is it okay, is there a story that the kids pushed it on him? I don't remember. Okay. That's probably in the night owl episode.
1: Well, that I think is what my mom always told me growing up about this this haunted elementary school. And she said, like, all this was sounding familiar, and then yes, a wall collapsed on someone and but the rumor was is that the kids pushed it on him. Yeah. yeah. Um. Could it. I'll be completely wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what my seven-year-old brain remembers.
0: And your mom's negligee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: it was uh, that, motherfucker. It did. I was, you- I was like, was my school haunted in North Carolina? I was like, something was fucked up with it. I was spending the night on my kindergarten t-shirt.
0: <laughs> Um, it does say that the occurrence has made national news and it's plagued people all over as to what happened there. It stands almost in the same spot as the old Mets Elementary, fulfills the same role in the community. Um, and then this is a good line. Perhaps the ties to the neighborhood and the school are so strong that some students never really leave. Now in 2019, this was the other part of research. Sorry, I have a lot of research. No, you're great. I
1: didn't do a lot of research today because you know when I remembered to research? <laughs> 2.55. About, uh, two,
0: is it, it was at 2.13. <laughs> and I went, oh, fuck. <laughs> I <even laughs> guessed this topic. <laughs> Perfect. So I found this article. I can't, I know it said it was from 2019, but it's from East Austin. And it is, it says, is that or is that yours? It's mine. Oh. Um, it says a Mets elementary parent has launched a petition in efforts to save the school from closure amid an Austin ISD plan calling for a dozen schools to be shuttered. Shuttered. Um, just closed. Oh, okay. put down all these schools. Um, they were promised by the school district two years before that they would stave off school closings. Um she said, we have followed the process and waited with no plan of action into keeping the schools open as if they want them to fail so they won't meet standards. So basically they were like, if you follow these rules and you meet these standards, we won't close out your school. And yeah. then now they're like, we're going to close Mets Elementary, which to me, I mean, like I look at things like this and I immediately like racial disparity, yeah. racial and classism uh-huh. because it's East Austin you are trying to push out lower income people from that neighborhood obviously by refusing to allow them a elementary school for their children to learn at Mm -hmm. and make them have to drive farther to go to school which means they're then going to have to move closer to that school yeah um amid dwindling student enrollment AISD is exploring streamlining options one of which includes a proposal to close 12 schools and then it lists all of them. Um, under the district's plan, the school students would be consolidated with other schools, the district superintendent wrote in a letter to the AISC community. Um, it's just something different. Like, AISC just selected to close Mets Elementary in their recommendations. Our school in the heart of Eastside on Willow Street, she added, substituting the central word with a heart symbol. Uh, Please sign this position, petition as we fight to save our childhood school that our grandparents, ourselves, and our children attend. We must save our Mets is the best. Okay. Um, it's just interesting to see how this school, like what's happening to it in that area and kind of just like a different point of view because it's not just a ghost story. It's not just a paranormal site. It's a place that has a a reason to exist and it's to educate people Yeah, and to close down, it's to educate people that maybe in other situations wouldn't have the means for that kind, for elementary school. And elementary school is very important. Yeah. And when you live too far from an elementary school, you're going to be absent more and you're going to miss a lot of information that's like basic information that you need to succeed with the rest of your education.
1: And attendance policies are so strict too,
0: like yeah. miss, and
1: then they're going to get like held back and stuff like that, or have to go to sat- Saturday school or something, which is just then even more pressure on parents and yeah. stuff like that. It just, it gets out of hand real fast.
0: Yeah. And it sounds like METS has a great STEM program. They have dual language, robust range of science, technology, engineering, and math. That's STEM, duh. The tightly knit school community offers a world of educational opportunities from arts and athletics to reading and robotics to ensure all children reach their fullest potential. Robotics Met- in elementary school? Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck, where was I? Uh, METS has computers in every single classroom to connect students to the world. METS is part oh. of the Eastside Memorial Family of Schools, which offers STEM programs at every grade level and is part of the district's new creative learning initiative to offer a quality arts rich education to every child um it's just crazy that a school like that is closing or that they're considering closing it yeah um but if you're interested you can go and sign if it's still happening um go and sign that petition if you're in austin try and reach out and reach out to austin isd and see what what's going on with it now i don't know if it's still current keep it open for ghost tours if nothing else I think that article from 2019, but it says something about from. Grown- yeah, so that's it. That's what I have on Mets. Go listen to the Night Owl podcast. It's They have a really in-depth episode.
1: Night Owl. I don't know if anyone did a
0: podcast over mine. Um, well, and they're in Austin, Night Owl. Oh,
1: cool. I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, so they do a lot of like Austin locations that are paranormal locations.
1: Apparently, El Paso
0: has a fuck ton of haunted. Oh, schools. yeah. I was, when
1: I was looking, I was like, everything was like, El Paso, El Paso, El Paso, El Paso. I was like, damn,
0: damn, damn, damn. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little
1: or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching from the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the
0: hey what's up y'all it's jasmine with the new black collective and what's up it's david you from change waco don't forget to subscribe to stories of the streets where we'll be here every other week bringing you expert stories and also stories from local wacoans stories of the streets in association with the new black collective change waco and rogue media tell your friends tell your family shout out to the streets tune in as much as y'all can Hi, I'm Becca, and I'm Josie, and we're, we're your judges. judges, and this is By the Cover. No, wait, do you want us to... Oh, sh. Okay, we'll try it again.
1: Hi, I'm Becca,
0: and I'm Josie, and, and we're, we're, we're your judges. judges on By the Cover, a new podcast. Yeah, we're a talk show... God. We're com- yeah, We're a
1: comedy talk show centered around Amazon book review culture. Uh, you can find us on Spotify, Stitcher,
0: wherever podcasts are. All
1: the places. There. You can't
0: hide from us. Anyway, listen to our show. We're going to be funny. We're going to be talking about books and it's going to be great.
1: Yay. Promo over. The words I'm singing. Looking for a job? Check out ResWrite.
0: ResWrite offers resumes, cover letters, and LinkedIn profiles for individuals searching for new opportunities. Resumes start at just thirty dollars. Check out ResWrite.com for more info and use my code ResWriteRMN10 for ten percent off all services.
1: Again, that is ResWriteRMN10, which is R-E-S-R-I-T-E-R-M as in mom, N as in. Nachos, 10 for 10% off all services, but nachos is a good thing. (laughs) I decided to go to Gambier, 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 Gambier. Gambier, I don't know how to say it, however, a little bit of history on it. Um, it is one of the oldest and most prestigious colleges. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just going to have fun with these now. In the Midwest. Um, it was founded in 1821. Oh, my God. It's fucking old. Yeah. By Ohio's first Episcopal bishop, Philander Chase. Okay. Philander um, um, Chase.
0: Huh? Sorry. What did you I say? Philander or Chase. Oh, <laughs> uh, sorry I know I realized after it came out I was like that's offensive
1: <laughs> I lost my spot though uh, here we go okay um, so Kenyon has long been ranked one of the nation's top liberal arts colleges and has been named a hidden ivy for its excellence and relative obscurity yeah i fucking never heard of it would mm-hmm. um, have popped up on a ghost list because right. I did my research an hour ago <laughs> um anyways in addition to one of the most beautiful campuses in the u.s kenyan boasts another distinction it's one of the most haunted colleges in america as well and they don't keep it under wraps which i think is cool there's uh, a professor tim shutt he has long led a ghost tour of the college taking lovers oh, wow. of the city and dark to the campus's most haunted locations which i think is so cool
0: if you're yeah. gonna have
1: it fucking embrace it you know yes like that's a selling point. Like, I, I just, I don't... every time going to Bastrop and we drive past the Hewitt Mansion from the remake of the Texas Ch- Chainsaw Massacre, uh-huh. and it's not open for tours, I'm like, who are you? What are you yeah. doing? I would be like, you want to take a picture in front of this house? Five dollars. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> We're going to charge money. Like, if you've got something like that, there's such... A giant following for it. Yeah. Like, fucking take their money. Take yes. their money. Absolutely. <laughs> and that's my inner Capricorn speaking. Um.
0: <laughs> Perfect.
1: So now, some of those haunted places that Tim Shutt will take you includes the Old Kenyan Residence Hall, which has a couple of prominent ghost stories. And um, the oldest ghost is one named Stuart Pearson, who died in a fraternity hazing gone wrong in 1905.
0: Yeah. Not surprising. No. No. Turns out hazing should never have been allowed.
1: Yes. Never. And the fact that it still goes on. Yeah. Why? Also, why do people choose to go be a part of that? If you're going to, like, literally torture me, no thanks. I'm good. Pass. Maybe later. (laughs) Yeah. But anyways, so fraternity brothers left him on a trestle, promising to return for him later, but in the night he was struck and killed by a train. So I guess they, like, straight up tied him up. Um, oh, I don't. The members of the DKE, uh, I don't know Greek letters yeah. uh, at all, so fraternity still pay tribute each year carrying a coffin to the trestle and reading the coroner's report, which I'm like That's, That's nice. Good. Wouldn't it have been nicer if the man hadn't died? Yeah, yeah, maybe just, like, don't haze people, but yeah. at, least, at least they're still honoring him to, like, tell him for their mistakes. I hope they do it till the world blows up.
0: Sure, uh, are they, but did they stop
1: hazing also? Probably not, probably not. They're like, oh, well, we just want time to train tracks. Yeah. We, um, uh So in 1949, a tragic fire in Old Kenyon killed nine students who are said to occasionally wake up current residents with their shout warnings to get out. Ooh. Which, oh God, can you imagine waking up? No. Uh, Freaking the fuck out, <laughs> just waking up. Can you imagine waking up, Megan? <laughs> I do every day. I dread it every single day. <sighs> um, But the Capels residence hall also hosts the spirit of a young man who fell, to, fell down the shaft trying to escape a stuck elevator in 1979. Ooh. shit this is scary um residents have reported being woken up at night by an invisible person stinking of alcohol and sitting on their bed which honestly sounds par for the course at most colleges yeah um and then this was the part that i was like okay this is the one we're doing um says don't forget the gates of hell i said oh yes what and the stone pillars at the entrance to south campus where according to legend anyone passing through at midnight will be transported straight to hell
0: didn't Gog do this a few a few weeks ago the gates to hell they
1: did some about gates to hell and they did um in kansas chris has actually been to that location that they talked about because he lived in kansas and um he was like there's another place right near it that's even like worse or, like, the people just, like, straight up left and, uh, so I incriminate them, but they went in and this house was, like, completely abandoned, like, vinyl still in sleeves and, oh like, really shit. nice bi- motorbike bicycle. What are they called? Motorcycles? <laughs> motorbike. Motor- uh, bicycles. motor bicycles. But, yeah, so, um, all, everything was still there and, like, people just, like, straight up, up and left, and I guess they took some things and sold them. Made some money!
0: Because <laughs> they were really good. You know what? Good for them.
1: Yeah, you know. They weren't missing it, apparently. Yeah. Wherever they went, who knows?
0: You do leave your shit behind, you don't need it. Exactly.
1: There's, like, there, there's, like, at least 80 gates to hell in the U.S. alone. Yeah. Like. So... I don't know. I'd be curious. What if I go on a Gates of Hell road trip and just hit them off? You want to go with me? No. You can drive. No them. I'm good.
0: I will get us there very fast, though. No, thank you. That <laughs> sounds like two nightmares for me all at once.
1: <laughs> and I do nothing. Um, but yeah, so that's that's really all I had on Kenyon College. Not a lot. But um, Gates of Hell seemed fun. Passing through on Midnight. Mm. i mean it's always got to be something you know yeah there's you can't just like waltz right in ever yeah hey what up satan like (laughs) yeah you can't
0: just go do that oh well no so oh i have that story do you have a story that's no i was gonna ask you to share yours okay
1: so one of them the ghost story itself is kind of long so since i alluded to the um and i want to actually do a little bit more research on this place but since I alluded to the um, actual excuse, this one cracked me up. Uh, okay. I met this person, at Chris the girl, my old roommate. She had mm-hmm. a small little get-together for her birthday um, at One Day Waco, mm-hmm. and it was all outside, you know, and we were all, I think we're all smart people, so none of us really wanted to be too close to each other. Sure. So we're what what do you say like yelling across this courtyard at each other trying to have a conversation Uh, but this one cracked me up as soon as uh he told me it's this is his name's Harrison um super funny chill dude I've never met him before tonight but er, that night um but tonight tonight I never met him I've (laughs) never met him yeah (laughs) I'm making this all up. Yeah, <laughs> this is all figment of my imagination. Yeah. But um, I was like, let's bring it back. Let's bring it back to our original excuses. So this is an excuse he was given as he was a TA at Baylor. And so he put last spring a TA for uh, Professor Davis, a philosophy professor at Baylor. And when he was getting his PhD at St. Louis University, um, so this actually happened to Professor Davis. Um, he was getting his PhD at St. Louis University, he discovered that a student had copy and pasted an entire essay from an online source and submitted it as, a, as his own work. So plagiarism. Yeah. And he said, it was a famous essay by a prominent moral, moral philosopher. <laughs> so it was easy for Davis to track down. He said when he had tracked it down, he brought the student into his office and asked, you know that submitting another author's work as your own is plagiarism, right? And the student said, yes. And then he showed the oh, essay, published in its original source, and said, well, this is the essay by Alistair McIntyre. And he said, I think that was the author, but I'm not sure. And, sure. Uh, and then the student pipes up and says, I didn't realize that it was someone else's work, though. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you can't just... And I, I didn't realize it was someone else's work. He just took someone else's entire essay and just was like, probably wrote like two sentences. This is my thesis, copy, paste. God. my wine over. Schmacked it in. And then, but what my favorite part was of this is that it had to do with moral philosophy. Yes.
0: Yes, absolutely the best part of it all.
1: Moral philosophy. And then you come in here maybe he was like doing his own study you know he was trying to see is this- maybe not really that probably Why the study <laughs> but um yeah so that that cracked me up uh he also told me about another uh a cool haunted house that i will save for a later date um right. but yeah i'd be excited to delve more into it because he actually sent me a link about the house itself oh so- nice I want to actually read that because I didn't read it. Great. <laughs> I just researched for this podcast, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't read it. That's
0: anyway. Fine. We'll do it at another day. Yeah. Um, but that's all that I have. That's all I have, my good friend. Good friend. That's me. That's right. Ah.
1: um, Ew. What? There's something on my computer. It looks like food.
0: (laughs) Mm, Taste and
1: see. Got food on my computer. Um, But, so, that's all we have. If you have any fun, like, you can still send excuses in. It does not only be ghost stories. Um, We still would love to hear excuses, which was the origins of this podcast. Um, Yeah. So if you got them and you want to send them or. Send them our way. You got any cool ghost stories about schools? Did, did you spend the night at your kindergarten teacher's house where your mom's negligee?
0: That's not a ghost story. That's just a that's weird story.
1: My real life. Yeah. <laughs> um, but maybe her house was haunted.
0: Maybe. Maybe that's what possessed her to let all those kids <laughs> stay the night.
1: Like 10 kindergarten kids come spend the night at her house. I yeah. swear it's going to be bigger than that. I don't know. But yeah, if you've got them, send them our way. You can always send us an email. Um, Wait, do you always say it and then I tell it? No. You can just send us an email. (laughs) You got it? I
0: I say it and then you usually say what the email address is. Okay, okay. Let's switch. Yeah. Okay. So you want me to say it? Yes. (laughs) All right. You send us an email if you want to reach out and the email address is...
1: What's your excuse podcast at
0: gmail.com. Or you can reach us on Instagram. Make sure and go and like our Insta or follow us on Instagram. And yes. that is That's What's Your Excuse Podcast. All one word. No
1: spaces, no capitalization, no apostrophes, nothing proper.
0: <laughs> uh and also, you can message us on there and send us anything you'd like. And yes. you can also follow us on or like us on Facebook. Sorry, I don't know lingo, apparently. Like us on Facebook. And that is... What's Your Excuse podcast with spaces and apostrophes because there... We're not animals. That's right. Um, we're not but at
1: media today.
0: But we're not. We're at our homes. But, but media is recording, recording us. Symbol on my computer showing. That's right. That we're there in spirit. That's right. Um, and then what else? Uh oh, you can listen to us on Spotify. Also Google Play. Apple Podcasts. And Stitcher. And now Pandora.
1: Pandora. Oh no, people still use that.
0: I didn't know either. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um also since i'm unemployed now make sure and go like shop dandy aesthetic <laughs> that's
1: right do it and um yeah go buy all of our cups i have my new one right here super cute halloween drip yeah so the soap first yes good Apparently using my fingers is <laughs> <It's> not good
0: <laughs> so um, and also but, make sure and follow sloppy seconds vintage that's right uh sloppy seconds will be having their first
1: pop-up in-person shopping experience at the October 25th Skellington Curiosities Market. Um, There's costumes encouraged. There's an actual costume contest with like $200 worth of prizes or some shit. Yeah. Like, come to win. I will be wearing um, an all-vintage costume. Great. And I will be, like, trying to pick out some things that I think would work for costumes that are vintage as well. Um, So that way you can have a little bit more of a sustainable Halloween.
0: Yes, Um, we love that.
1: So come follow us, follow Soppy Seconds Vintage on Instagram for more information about that. Buy all of Megan's cups. She just got some cool vinyl ones in. I did. Cheap, cheap, cheap. Yeah. So that's it. That's it. We also have Patreon donors though.
0: (laughs) <laughs> that we always forget about but god do we appreciate y'all we really do it's just it's also weird that we're on zoom so it's yeah. hard to
1: remember everything we have to right now yeah our whole uh setup's a little
0: thrown off jeffrey okay shelby mm-hmm. brian mm-hmm. and amanda mm-hmm. and uh brandon brandon that's uh that's it
1: Anyways, yep, thanks for joining us on this Zoom call today. That's right. Thank you so much. If you have haunted stories, tell us. Well, that's all, folks. That's it. Bye. Bye Bye-bye now.
0: What's your excuse?
1: Yeah that that, that that that's all folks all right i'm a piggy <laughs> <laughs> goodbye
0: this has been Road media network
1: podcast